Hello, Unfair Folk listeners. It is Jack from the future here with some good news and some bad news and some great news. The bad news is that the sound quality of the first episode is frankly not great. The good news is that it improves exponentially as I figure out editing and, as you can hear, get a better microphone. The great news is that this episode has a lot of dick jokes in it, so enjoy. So, the incense is lit, the altar is ready, now all that's left is to bring in the clowns. Welcome, creatures real and unreal, to the fair folk, an unbalanced undertaking to understand myths. I am your cannibalistic co-host, Jack. And I'm your equally confused co-host, Foster. (laughs) There we go, we kept the alliteration, that works. Okay, so, Foster, you have, um not a what what would you what would you call your background knowledge in myths how would you describe it um so my understanding of basic basically all mythology is uh what you kind of just passively absorb through living uh i don't okay. actually, right. i don't know anything um okay <laughs> so a, a, a fairly blank slate is what we're working with here. Yeah, I know, like, I know some weird stuff, like, uh, I don't know, didn't, wasn't there some myth, like, some god or something that, like, ate her children or something? Funnily enough, yes, and that is what we are going to be talking about today. What wow, an really? Segue. Yeah, Ooh. legitimately. Look at me. Plan that, that's funny. Wow, you're <laughs> You are the next Oracle of Delphi. Sure. Um, which is another myth that we can cover another day. Okay. Um, so today we're going to be talking about what I like to call Greek Genesis, even though Genesis is a Christian term, but blah, 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 etymology, that's for nerds, etc. The two figures that exist in the beginning of, of the universe are Gaia and Uranus. I'm not and even going to touch that. <laughs> I, I'm not going to touch those two. So they are going to touch each other, though. Because uh. Gaia, well, yeah. Um, so Gaia was not yet Mother Earth, She would because she wasn't a mother, but she was Young Earth. And Uranus was the sky, um, which seems uncomfortable, but... <laughs> okay, I'm not going to make any other <laughs> Uranus jokes. I just had to make that one. Got to get it out of your system. Ones. Yeah, I got to get it out of my system, which will never happen. So... They, you know, he had stars in his eyes for her, but um, she had feelings for him probably because I think at this point he was pretty much the only other thing in the universe. And where the sky and the earth met, uh, titans were born. So this was back before the days that the sky and the earth were, like, not touching so they could, like, get their sexy on. So okay. six, six titan men and six titan women were born. What's a titan? Uh, a t- well, in this at this point, the titans were like m- people. They looked like humans, but they were like bigger and stronger and immortal and really pretty and, and like perfect. Hercules or. So Hercules is a li- Hercules <sighs> is the son of a god. The titans were the gods before the gods were the gods. Sure. Okay. So, so yeah, it's like the gods. It's literally the gods' parents. <laughs> okay. Um, and then Gaia and Uranus were the titans' parents. So the earth and the sky make these titans. And there were six men and six women, um, which works out super well because it's time for incest. Yay. So, yeah, um, which you are, it's a, uh, a common theme, let's say, amongst Greek myths. Everybody was just kind of fucking. So the titans each take this. Of course, the six men are in charge and they each take one of their sisters to be one of their wives um and everything's great uh and then Gaia has more kids because Uranus uh doesn't you know I guess know the pullout method or have access to condoms at this point so they they give birth to three more or she gives birth to three more kids and it was three cyclopses um so do you know what a cyclops is I mean just like one eye right yeah yeah they uh... kind of you know pretty ugly looking um, oh are they, they ugly i thought they were just like 
I was always under the impression they were literally just like normal. Like if you just took a human and just adjusted the face geography a little bit so that instead of two eyes, there's just one. Not entirely so, sure how that would affect like the other parts. Like would they only have one yeah. nostril or? No, they do have two. They do have noses and, and a mouth and, you know, everything else is where it's supposed to be. Um, but they're described as hideous and then further described to have one eye. So I don't know if like they were actually kind of smoking and they just had that like one thing and then everyone was like, oh no, that's far too much. Or if they were actually like really ugly and they also had one eye and it was just yeah, like weird at that point. Yeah, like are they just one-eyed like normal looking people and it's like, oh, that's weird. Or are they like sloth from the Goonies that also <laughs> oh have God. one eye? Yeah, so that's, that's actually where the trope comes from because people you know when depicting cyclopses i don't think i've ever seen like a hot cyclops uh, well i've never seen a hot cyclops in mainstream media there are dark vestiges of the internet but we're not going to get into that so uranus is like kind of upset because he's like oh man you gave me these like 12 really pretty kids and then like you know part two you give me these ugly motherfuckers what like what's up um but they're named uh thunder lightning and thunderbolts um i think that's like the, wait, that's the name of the Cyclopses? Cyclope? Yeah. Cy mm -hmm. Cyclopses. Thunder Lightning and Thunderbolt. I think they got a little lazy at the end there. Yeah. Um, but they're really talented smiths. Like they're really good at making stuff. Okay. Um and, and Gaia loves them. Uranus is has his favorites, <laughs> let's say that. <laughs> um, but he still doesn't, you know, use a condom because uh Mother Earth gives birth to to more kids, um, and these kids have fifty heads and a hundred arms, like each. What? Yeah, yeah. fifty so heads and a hundred arms. Yep. So they are, as you can probably imagine, pretty funky to look at. I'm um, in my mind. I'm thinking of like like a snowflake fractal kind of shape forming. Uh, yeah. I'm also imagining yeah. that there are equal amounts of torsos to head. So, like, don't... Oh, hmm. <laughs> so... Because, like, the head's like, got to be attached to something, right? Yeah. Um, I'm assuming it's a ratio thing, because the Titans are also described as being pretty large. Um, you know, like, you know, they, they can pick up mountains and, and things like that. Uh. So... I'm assuming that the the fifty headed ones they're called like hecatons or something, but I don't whatever the the fifty headed ones the hundred armed ones are uh, are huge and their heads might be a little smaller to like make room. Okay. So they have I don't know what the arm the uh, the arms go though I think it might just be kind of like one of those you know like those brushes you can get to like for curly hair. And it's just got bristles poking all around everything. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So, like circular brushes. I'm picturing that, but with... And then I don't know what the heads. <laughs> um, but Uranus didn't know what to do with them either. Um, so he threw them into a pit. Okay. Yeah. And the Cyclopses, because he was like, might as well. Well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, dad of the year. Um, which, you know, at this point... He's, he's the only dad, so he actually he is dad. <laughs> um, but it's a, it's a low bar. Winner um, by exclusion. Literally. Uh, so Gaia's like, hey, bruh. Where'd my kids go? <laughs> those are my children. Well, she knows because she's the Earth. Ah. So he throws them into a pit, like, on Earth. It's the it's the deepest, darkest pit. But, like, it's, it's her kind of body, I guess, and or spirit. I don't know. They never really explain that. Um... But yeah, so he locks them away. So it doesn't literally just so that he doesn't have to look at them. Like not hurting anyone. That was loud. That wasn't um, plate falling. Love that. Um, but he he, they're not hurting anything. They're not like causing any damage to each other yet. Um, he just doesn't like to look at them. And I guess if you're the sky, like you have a lot to look at, dude. Can you not? Yeah, like look somewhere them? else. Yeah, but no, he's like, I don't want the, I don't, and there's no, it's not like the neighbors are going to talk, you're literally the only people, uh, like, what is the Milky Way galaxy, like, the next star, second star to the right has been talking shit about my kids, what do you, no. <laughs> Bruh, like, you're the only sentient creatures besides, like, the Titans, and if the Titans are being dicks to their younger siblings, like, that's their problem. Yeah. Um, 
but Gaia is like, okay, absolutely not. Like, I obviously married wrong, even though I didn't literally no one else. So she goes to her kids, the Titans, who are still like, you know, having a good time. And she's like, hey, I need one of you to like murder your dad. Okay. Yeah. Time to kill the sky. Yeah, pretty much. Um, And everyone was like, no, (laughs) I really, I don't want to fight the sky. It's kind (laughs) of everywhere. I would love to not do that. But Cronus, the youngest one, was like, yeah, (laughs) sure, why not? Yeah. Um, And as a youngest, as you know, I am the youngest child, but only of two. So I can't imagine how the youngest of six would function. Uh, But I can totally imagine this being like a mommy, pay attention to me. I'll murder dad for you. (laughs) So she makes him a sickle, which is like that little, it's not the scythe. The scythe is the long one that death has. The sickle is the communism one. Got it. Okay. Um, So so she makes him a sickle uh, and he takes it to go overthrow his dad. Um, So I have this. Well, a little bit of a side side note here. I have this old book of myths uh, that was written for children, and it's called the De Allaires. I don't know how to, it's a weird spelling, book of, of Greek myths. And they also have one for, like, uh, Norse mythology and stuff. Okay. And it's, it's for children. Um, so they, you know, there's only so much you can change of the myths without changing them, changing them. Yeah. But, like, there is a, there is some censoring you can do so it says that he cut the sky away from the earth like he separated them um up until that point they they hadn't been separated in the original myth it is pretty specific uh that he castrates his father ah so i don't know what celestial body that would that would take the form of maybe that's the meteor that uh <laughs> dinosaurs i don't know because his blood and and you know everything else falls into the sea and in that at that point in the original myth they do just kind of say blood i think i don't speak greek but every other version i found said blood um okay that's not that's not all there is though like, he castrated his dad. So there's some materials in there. Yeah. Um, but I don't think they actually knew what, like, semen was or how pregnancy really happened. Like they Yeah, knew things just, like, involved. things just were born. It's just... white, it's white blood. It's, it's a white, it's a white blood. Is what it yeah, is. sure. So it falls into the sea. And from the sea come the Gigantes, the Aranes, and the Mel, Meli. Oh, my God. Meliai. Meliai? Meliai. Greek sucks. Greek sucks (laughs) is the short. So they're born from the sea. Um, Apparently, it's also said that Aphrodite was born um, from Uranus's blood that falls into the sea, which is something we can get into in another time because the myth of her birth and everything is really weird. But, like, apparently also that's how she was born. Um, Okay. So the funny kind of side note is that Gaia remarries... Uh, she remarries the sea, Pontus. Isn't the is sea wild. part of her though? Being part, being the earth of, like. So yeah, conceivably. I mean, it's on her. She's definitely. Um, so I think that it's weird that she's been in a relationship and there's been like a dude all up in her all this time. I also think it's worth noting, uh, her husband just nutted into her ex-husband. the sea. Yeah, yeah. So her ex-husband nutted into her next husband. Okay. Which I feel like is a Hallmark slash, I don't know, Tosh.0 movie in the making. <laughs> you know? um, or like, that's that's the next episode of like, Maury you're going to see. is. Uh, oh my god. So she remarries and she goes to Cronus and she's like, cool, so you're like king of everything now. And okay. Cronus is already, yeah, which you can maybe guess that this isn't going to go well. And Cronus is like, yeah, I, I'm, I'm definitely in charge. And she's like, so go get your siblings. And Cronus was like, you know, I've been thinking about it. And they are pretty ugly. <laughs> so, the, the Cyclops siblings. 
Yes, and the hundred armed ones are still in like a pit. Like they've been in a pit this whole time. Okay, okay. Um, and he's like, so I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna set him free. And Mother Earth was like, you fucking asshole. <laughs> like the whole point of this, the whole reason she like made him the sickle and told him to overthrow uh, his dad was to get his siblings out and now that he's king he's like no i just kind of really i just wanted to be king shockingly the dude that was willing to murder his father isn't well adjusted so he <laughs> is mad but apparently she can't do anything which i think is wild because like she's the earth just make a crater just make a crater yeah or just like your... drop him in or something like yeah put him in the pit and I don't know, but she she decides that she'll wait for one of Cronus's kids to be stronger than him, because apparently there's did the, did they learn they... nothing? Patricide does not end well. Yeah, no. So you know how there's always the moral of the story in <laughs> Greek myths. The moral of there's there isn't. There isn't. It's 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 either and then everyone died or well that could have been worse. Like that's the two settings of Greek mythology. Okay. And incest, incest, but that's that's the setting that it's always turned on to. Yeah, so, incest is just kind of like the yeah, just the general self incest. Yeah, sometimes it's self. Sometimes there's like Zeus gives birth to it, his own son. It's a weird. It's a weird. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> this is a good jumping off point because it's got kind of everything that LG later has. So she, she 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 plays the waiting game. Cronus knows this too. Um, in some versions of the myth, after he castrates his father, uh, he's like, I'm assuming, you know, not in a, in a good, in a happy mindset. And he's like, you know, one of your children is going to do the same to you. Clutching mm -hmm. at his groin. Um so Cronus decides to do the logical thing um, and uh, eat his children. Oh, so this is, okay, this is what I've heard. Yes, this, this... Is, this is the guy. This is the guy. That's the guy. Got it. He swaps. So he, he, again, just really, really wants to keep getting his dick wet. So he doesn't, like, not have sex with his wife, Rhea, um, who is also his sister. Mm -hmm. uh, he just knocks her up and swallows the kids. So this happens five times. Okay. And that apparently is the tipping point for Rhea, where she decides that five is enough. Four, one was unfortunate. Two, two and three was like, okay, like I see what's happening here. The fourth was the line, and the fifth was, a, was crossing it apparently yeah you know you can only have your children eaten so many times before you're like this is getting out of hand it, it really is it's like going back to the buffet you know <laughs> at, a, at a certain point you just gotta pull them away from the chocolate fountain um so she goes to to mother earth and she's like hey mom uh my brother's my my brusband um has been eating our children and also they have 12 toes, and I don't know what, what, what's up with that, but mostly he's just been swallowing them. Okay. That. Um, <laughs> oh my god. Um, no. But, I, yeah, so he's been swallowing all our children. I would really love to, I'm pregnant now, um, again, I would love to have him not swallow this child. What can I do? And Gay is like, yes, it's happening. So she tells him, uh, she tells Rhea to wrap uh, when she gives birth, don't give Cronus the kid to swallow. That's the first step. That's a good first step, yeah. It is a good, yeah, it is a good first step. Not sure why she didn't think about that earlier. Um, yeah. So she's, she's like, taking notes, right, on her, like, clay tablet. She's like, oh, okay, so don't, she had to invent language and writing so that she could write down, don't feed your husband your kids. If you don't <laughs> want your kids to be eaten, don't feed, don't... don't don't feed them to the child eater. There's literally, like, ancient Greek art depictions of her, like, handing an <laughs> to Cronus and him eating the kid. Um, Fool me once. Used to not be, yeah, men used to not be allowed, like, around delivery. Like, they were like, the woman would go off with other women to give birth. So she would have had to, like, come to him 
envy. Like, the dark side of me was just like, tell him it died. Like, they don't know <laughs> death is a thing yet. Just tell him it. I guess that's probably why she couldn't lie about it, is because she's like... She also had no concept of she death. She also had no concept of death. So I don't know. Yeah. She she couldn't have, like, picked up one of the various animals and then... what uh, babies look like, apparently. <laughs> and that looks like a deer. That's what looks like what we've been calling deer. Yeah, and they're also babies. So here, eat this. Yeah, here you um, go. Here, here you go. No, she was not. She was not goddess of creativity. Uh, so she gave him the kids, and so in this time, instead, she wraps up a boulder. And like I've looked up a lot of versions of this myth, and it always says boulder. So either the word has changed meaning. Yeah. Or. Or the Titans were really just huge, which, you know, makes sense. The gods were also pretty big. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it would make sense that a baby would be larger than a human baby. Um, but I can't help but imagine the god labor must have sucked, huh? A baby if, as big as a boulder. If, but... si- if you can trick someone into believing that your child is just a boulder in cloth, honey... <laughs> Oh my god, this was there you had no epidurals or anything. Good lord. And he kept smashing, so like kudos, I guess. She did her keggles. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if that's worse than the eleven toes joke, but I think it's <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, wait, so wait, 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 wait. Okay, so back up to the twelve toe thing. The twelve oh yeah, twelve. I went I went big. Is that twelve on each foot or is that just twelve total? Just like oh, six okay. on Oh. oh, so just like I think one I was extra. Going, I think I was going 12 total, one extra on each. The idea of a foot with 12 toes is too horrifying. For yeah, me. that's I'm terrifying. Like, I don't like that I at all. Even the 100-armed ones had enormous fingers and toes on each of their 100 arms and <laughs> legs, but they did have like five. It was five. Imagine one of them has like six fingers, but just on like one hand. And it's like such a bummer for them. <laughs> Um, so anyway, she gives him a boulder, he swallows it, and he doesn't really- I guess you don't, like, want to look much. It's just like a shot, like, taking a pill, I guess? I don't know. Uh. He swallows- he swallows the baby. He swallows the boulder. And you got- it's pretty- there's five gods who have been, like, growing up inside of him, too. Don't die. Like, they're alive inside of him. Oh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, wait, so he eats them, but they don't die? No, that's why he eats them instead of just, like, murdering them, because- gods don't die so he's like, just like i will consume yeah. you so that yeah. i can control you it's like keep your friends close your and keep your enemies closer except it's keep your friends close and swallow your children okay is that i think yeah enemies closer keep your children who might grow up to be stronger than you literally and sure yeah it, it worked like there's no but then he also just gave them a big rock you know yeah. You can't eat you could never eat anything, I guess, like weapon shaped. Like if you if you like swallow, I don't know. Like a stick. Like a stick. <laughs> it wouldn't be the weirdest thing he's eaten. Cronus was the god of boar, I guess. <laughs> uh, there we go. That's actually worse than the twelve toes joke. <laughs> <laughs> so now Rhea has this baby. Um and she's like shit, like it's a like it's a baby. It makes noise and it needs to not do that because if he hears a baby crying i guess none of the other god no because he very she very specifically says she looks around at her other like uh sisters and they are all happy with their little incest babies so she's upset that she doesn't have any mm-hmm. um so i don't understand why she couldn't have like just given it to her. i guess none of the, none of her her sisters had gotten pregnant re- her, their, you know they didn't do kegel so their their husbands had like lost interest but okay <laughs> and and it never mentions the the kids of the the other titans. I don't think very much, you know. Like, well, no, it does actually in one mentions. Um, so I don't know. Maybe the rest died, or were, you know. <laughs> we'll get to we'll get to how they deal with the titans. But she sends baby Zeus. She names it Zeus, um, which is a name you might recognize. Uh, yeah, she, sounds a bit familiar. Yeah, she sends it to Crete, uh, which is this island, and she puts it in a cave. Um, and she put, she puts rock spirits outside the cave uh, to make noise so that Cronus wouldn't hear the baby crying. I guess Titans had really good ears. I mean, um, it makes sense because they're like 
literal superhumans, like they're gods. Right. Um, I I think a good way to to not have a baby crying is is to maybe not have like loud ass rock spirits outside the cave where they're trying to exist. I know. That yeah, I feel like this is loud. kind of a problem that you're solving, like that is caused by the solution. Yeah, she's less worried about him crying and more worried about <laughs> about the noise. Him. Yeah, so she's just pumping let the bodies hit the floor just <laughs> um so he's raised by these two nymphs um and a fairy goat amalfia what's a nymph a nymph is sort of a nature spirit um they can live inside like rivers or trees they are they're technically uh depicted as like young women a lot so have you seen the animated hercules when i was much younger yes Do you but remember i don't scene? remember much of it well, there's a scene where, like, uh, Phil the goat is, like, spying on these women, these, like, kind of nature looking women, and he, like, tries to... Ch- I, I don't even remember that there's a character named Phil the goat. He's the goat. He's the satyr. He's the trainer, dude. Nope. No memory. Okay, well, yeah, well, he those are nymphs. Um, so, yeah, he's raised by two nature spirit nymph and the fairy goat Amalthea, and uh, the, the horns of the goat um, were supplied an endless... Uh, flow of ambrosia and nectar which were which was the food and drink of the gods um Hmm. there's some debate over like whether there's a difference between the two because they're technically synonyms like ambrosia and nectar mean the same thing um but some people are like no ambrosia is the food and nectar is the drink and it's like okay well it's what they eat it makes them immortal um or it keeps them immortal or it's the you know it's what they eat um sure humans can't like eat it it'll it'll like murder them um, so he grows up big and strong because of this fairy goat, uh, and he, then he gets old enough and he kills the goat, which... As you do. I think, as, it's a little rude, you know, I, as far as, um, coming of age ceremonies go, I would prefer, I think, maybe a quinceanera, uh, rather <laughs> than, like, murdering the goat, but she, uh, Zeus gives the, the goat's horns to the nymphs, um, because even with the goat being dead, the horns will never run out. Um, and he makes the hide of the goat into an impenetrable breastplate that he calls the Aegis. Uh, so, like, he's, you know, getting ready for war. Um, and, like, his mom has, or his grandmother, been Gaia, Mother Earth, who is, uh, has been whispering to him, like, as he sleeps and telling him that he needs to, like, go overthrow uh, Cronus, basically. Uh, and he knows that, like, Cronus is his dad and blah, 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 blah. So... He goes to. He's got daddy issues, is what you're saying. Yes, yeah, literally every. You could. That is a blanket statement. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to know why so many gays like love Greek mythology, it's just it's because daddy issues. Okay, easily relatable. Relatable. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he and also a lot of hot like women and men, general like orgies. So. He goes to the the mountain where the titans have been hanging out, and he becomes a cupbearer, apparently. And no one knows who he is, so I would really love to know what they assumed he was. I'm assuming he could have introduced himself as, like, there were, there were like, river gods and, and shit around, kind of. But they supposedly looked very different from, like, what we know as to be the Greek gods. Okay. Um, so I don't know what kind of disguise he he wore or if he wore a disguise or or what um or if like i think the titans were probably just pretty stupid (laughs) at this point like there's no there's no tacticians or like great thinkers around yet right um so he goes there and he meets this titan's daughter so his uh cousin his cousin called metis um and he decides to marry her so, keeping on the incestual tradition, uh, and yeah. she is, yep, she's, <laughs> she's the goddess of prudence, and she could, uh, she was very wise, and she could also, like, like tell could, the future somewhat, uh, so, like, he kind of took her, like, to be his wife as, like, a very tactical choice, um, and she warns him that, that he'll need allies, because she, like, knows, she, he either tells her or she figures out uh, who he is and what he's there to do. Um, and she's apparently, like, down to murder her uncle, um, which is very, you know, great. That's a great match for the two of you. So <laughs> they get married, and, and she's like, you you're, you can't take him on alone. Like, he's got siblings. You, you need allies. 
so he's like okay but who like we're li- <laughs> we're kind of like the only people around i can't go recruit nymphs like they're not good fighters and she's yeah. like how about your your brothers and sisters and he's like my who and she's like well yeah so your dad kind of swallowed them uh so she actually tricks cronus into eating an herb and and she says it'll make him unconquerable like it'll make him which i don't know how more unconquerable you can get than just like immortal like he already can't die but i guess this herb makes him like well because theoretically yeah he can't die but something bigger could come along and eat him and then so (laughs) i guess i guess that's the end goal don't get eaten don't get eaten yeah um <laughs> don't get eaten. That's that's all. That could be. You know what? For a lot of Greek myths, that's pretty damn good advice. <laughs> don't get eaten. Uh, don't get eaten, and don't have sex with the gods. Is the two rules. Um. So she tricks him into eating this herb, and, and he just kind of because again, like the worst that can happen is it doesn't work. He's immortal. I would eat a lot of weird shit if I was immortal. You know. Just I would do if I was immortal. Like if someone just snapped their fingers and all of a sudden it was like, "Hey, you literally cannot die. You will be here well past the heat death of the universe." I would be like, "Awesome. Let's do awful things." Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. So let's you know. find out the exact limits of a lot of. Let's find out how fast. <laughs> you can go before, like, skin starts ripping off and stuff, like... Oh my god, yes. Just just go to NASA and be like, da-da! <laughs> hey! Give me, give, me some, give me some cocaine and I will literally do anything you want me to do. Alright, NASA, just go to Elon Musk. Alright, you, no. you, <laughs> you want to send someone to Mars? You want to save a lot of time? Just send someone that I mean, cannot die. <laughs> you could just... Oh you could... You could be the first person on every single planet just by the sheer fact of you cannot die. I mean, you can still be, there's conceivably, you can still feel pain, though. You gotta be careful. That's why I said cocaine, you know? Well, like, I'll do, like, once a you get back and then you can wing me, like, wherever. But once you get used to a, a certain threshold of pain, it shouldn't really make that big of a, like... Or it drives you eternally insane. Like, we literally don't know because no one's immortal. Yet. We are getting on such a tangent. Okay. Anyway, he eats the herb. Anyways, Elon, hit me up. No, absolutely not. I will absolutely not. <laughs> um, in some versions of the myth, she literally pours mustard into his wine. Which, yeah, like I get, like, cause and he pukes, he throws up. Yeah. All of this, it's he gives you know she gives him the equivalent of ipecac, but like most of the time it just says like an herb like vague but like i found a couple versions that were like oh she made him drink mustard in his wine and like yes absolutely that would make him throw up is it like mustard as in like processed mustard like the condiment or are we talking mustard as in like just mustard seeds i think probably in, in greek it was either mustard seed or mustard powder got it but like mustard either of those in my wine would definitely make me throw up there's nothing you can add to mustard seed that will make it palatable in (laughs) wine that i know exists so he throws up and i again i don't know why they didn't do this before like if did it really take like however like i you know if zeus is i don't know let's say 30 at this point if they age at the normal rate of humans and he has you know he's had five siblings already um and also in this period of time she doesn't get pregnant again Rhea, his doesn't get pregnant again so either like they learned the pull out method or cronus has been sleeping on the couch <laughs> <laughs> which like or they've been trying some other stuff like i don't know um but the fact that it took them like three decades or however long to, to be like hey what life. if we just like made him sick what if we what if he just puked that would be pretty good huh but no apparently no i guess so, like I guess that would be kind of a hard thing to think of because it's like, oh, wait, we're gods. We don't get sick or anything. Like, I mean, but again, I would love to assume that they have tried eating some weird shit. Like if Cronus immediately was like, I'm going to swallow my children, it had to be because he watched his other brother like eat a whole tree and he was like, oh, we can basically just do anything, huh? Like, oh, we can, just, we can just eat stuff, huh? 
we yeah we can just like swallow shit like it doesn't matter he's the youngest like he's getting ideas from his older brothers doing some jackass level stuff okay okay i'm i get it i'm i'm catching on now um one one would assume so uh he peeks up the other gods which are hera hades poseidon demeter and hestia um and So here's where the the childhood books say that Cronus and like Zeus rips off his fake beard or whatever and he's like ah got you um, <laughs> I'm here to murder you or whatever and it, it says Cronus sees them rising up against him and quote unquote flees so that's the kid uh. of the myth yeah that's the kid version of the myth um, the real the, you know the actual what actually happened <laughs> in history was a 10-year war called the Titan, Titanom, oh my god, Titanomachy. Titanomachy, Titanomachy. Sure. I'm um, just... It's got, yeah, it's the, it's the Amachy of Titans. Because all of their, uh, all of his brothers and sisters, I probably maybe just brothers, um, saw uh, their brother being chopped up into little bitty bits by his children <laughs> and yeah so that's how they dealt with him because he can't die so they just cut him up into a lot of little like filet of fish pieces and just kind of put him i don't know they set him aside for now just they like spread him, him out so he can't like put himself back together i imagine yeah yeah that's no that's literally it uh and in some myths like he occasionally has to be re sliced and diced so they do they will they find someone to do that but that's that's later so like they see this and honestly if if i knew that my my brother or sister or whoever was swallowing their children and then i saw their children like getting unswallowed and like cutting them up i'd be like yeah that's fair like yeah, that's pretty fair right that's a totally reasonable react like that's that's a normal reaction that was a dick move on his part. Like, he kind of got what was coming to him. Exactly. Um, but, you know, I guess they're ride or die because they rise up against uh, their ne- nieces and nephews also, if we want to talk about that. Hmm. Um, except for two titans, uh, Prometheus, who you might have heard of, and Epimetheus, who no one has heard of. I have um, not so... heard of the second one, no. Yeah, no one know, but pr- he was... They specify that it was Prometheus's brother. Um, and they were all related. I don't know why. Like, and that's why Prometheus, like, who could see the future, everyone can see the future. But Prometheus was particularly good at it. He looked into the future and he saw that Zeus would win. Um, so Prometheus and Epithemius, uh, a lot of yeses, said, <laughs> you know, Pr- he, Prometheus was like, hey, bro, like, they're gonna win. We should fight with them. Yeah. Um, and his brother was like, yeah cool i don't know if prometheus only told uh that one brother or if all the other titans were like up yours like prometheus could see the future so he knew that zeus would win so i don't know if he didn't tell his other siblings because they're assholes which is i guess fair or his other siblings like didn't believe him because they were assholes but they still fought knowing that prometheus knew that zeus would win so well, I'm, also... I guess that kind of gets into a weird territory of, like, with seeing the future, are, like, is, are they on a predetermined path, or does seeing the future change the present, which changes the future? Like, how does that work? Yeah. Like, did so... they, did they see the future and they're like, okay, we see that Zeus wins, thus, that means that we must, like, follow these steps to because that is the reality that's going to happen? Or, like, how does that work? I mean, conceivably, in Greek myths, it's always, no matter what, you end up living your fate, you know? So maybe Prometheus was just, like, following the string, and he was like, you know, I'm supposed to defect, Epimetheus is supposed to defect, and y'all are supposed to fight. But, like, it's also described as, like, the other Titans wanted to fight. So was it predetermined, or were they just, like doing what they were you know they were gonna do because that's who they are you know uh-huh. the king first chicken of the egg it's i don't know but what but they do fight um zeus frees the hundred armed ones and the cyclops um so he goes down to the pit and he, he takes them out 
and the Cyclopses and the Hundred Armed Ones are like super grateful, as you can assume. They're like, we haven't seen the light since we were born. Um, and the Cyclopses, being excellent smiths, make weapons for Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades. They hmm. don't apparently make any weapons for Hera, Demeter, or Hestia, again, because at this point, women don't like fight, I guess, even if they're gods. Whatever. But they make weapons for Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades. They make lightning bolts for Zeus. Uh, they make a trident for Poseidon. And when he hits the ground, earthquakes happen. And when he hits the sea, I guess he just kind of slaps the water, um, tidal waves <laughs> rise. And so t- two pretty cool weapons, right? Like, you know, one lightning bolts, literally just lightning bolts throw. Um, and like a, I think it's called bone shaker was like the, you know, ground shaker uh, was the trident. Um, and that was my nickname in high school. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, boo. <laughs> Still not as bad as the 12 toes joke. Um, <laughs> they make Hades a helm of invisibility. Okay. So I feel like he kind of got the raw end of the deal. Yeah. Um, especially since he is the oldest. It, it's actually Hades, Poseidon, and then Zeus. Okay. So, and it's kind of, it's alluded to that Hestia um, is the oldest of these gods. So she, like, she was the first one, and then um, Hades, and then, like, kind of the rest. But there's some debate over whether Hades is the oldest god, um, oldest oldest child, I guess, or or Hestia is. Mm -hmm. Um, But they're definitely, I would say, two of the chillest. Um, So they make those weapons for them. And the, the, the gods win. Spoiler alert, the gods do win. So the okay. Titans, the, the Titans who fought against them are thrown into the pit that the Hundred Armed Ones and the Cyclopses were used to occupy, you know, because they had tried to murder everyone. Yeah. Um, and they're now calling this pit Tartarus. They gave it a name. Um, isn't that so what it, might have heard. isn't that the Doctor Who thing? Tartarus? Yeah. Isn't that like a time machine or whatever? Oh my god, the TARDIS? <laughs> I'm gonna have a stroke. Oh my god, no, okay. T-A-R, I hate that I know this too. T-A-R-D-I-S. Ah. Uh. is the police box. T-A-R-T-A-R-U-S, Tartarus. Ah, uh, okay. Is the, is the pet. I don't know if they're related. I don't know <laughs> enough about Doctor Who. I really hope they're not related. Um, because it's the, it's supposedly the deepest, darkest pit on Earth. Fun fact, some modern-day um, Hellenistic scholars, which is basically the Greek mythology, like smart nerds, have uh, <laughs> posited that the uh, Marianas Trench, whatever that's called. Marianas like, Trench. Marianas Trench um, is Tartarus. Well, that, 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 okay, that's so pointless, though, because there is no way that, like... Back a trillion years ago, or whatever, like, the people that were writing about this, they couldn't know that there was, like, oh, off the coast of Japan or whatever, there's this insane deep trench. They Mm -hmm. don't know that. Yes, that is correct. But the fact that they were writing about this ridiculously deep, deeper than anything else pit in the bowels of the earth, and then there is one that exists? There has to be a deepest thing on the planet. That's just how things work. Yeah, but it could have been like a two-foot hole. You know, it doesn't have to be that. Um, I'm just saying the Hellenistic scholars have posited that that is true. And mostly, um, by Hellenistic scholars, I also mostly mean that, like, the people who still believe in Greek gods. Okay. Like, I've said that that this is, this is like, proof, you know? It's like, they're, what is it? Don't the Mormons think that, like, Jesus was born in America or something? Or is that the Jesus Witnesses? There's some sect of Christianity that believe that the Garden of Eden was in, like, Alabama. <laughs> and they use all this weird proof. Would explain and, like, the incest. Jesus, yeah, and, like, Jesus was born in Utah or something. I don't know. Um, hmm. So, you know, you can, make, you can make details fit if you want to make them fit. <laughs> so they're, they're thrown in Tartarus, and Zeus goes to the Hundred Armed Ones, and he's like, hey, do you guys want to be... Oh, and they throw Cronus in Tartarus, too. Like, the little chopped-up pieces of Cronus, they throw them in Tartarus. Okay. Um, and uh, Zeus goes to the Hundred Armed Ones, and he's like, hey, do you guys want to, like, stand guard 
because it is kind of just a pit. Like, it, like we'll put some bars over it. <laughs> um, but, but, like, they are titans, and it is a pit. And the hundred armed, armed ones were like, hell yeah, you know, you know. Finally something were, to do. Right, yeah. So, you know, they sit down there, and they scrabble, and they, they make sure that they're uh, brothers? They're brothers and sisters. They make sure that their brothers and sisters don't escape is really their... But they're allowed to be petty. Okay. You know, with everything involved, they are totally allowed to be petty. Um, except for one of the Titans. So one of the Titans, Atlas, who was uh, apparently the strongest of the Titans, although not the smartest, um, because or the bravest, because that was Cronus, uh, he was made to carry the sky on his back. Is that the um? Is that the guy that like you see the sculptures of with like the like he's kneeling and he's got like the whole yes. world on his back? Is that Atlas? Um, it is Atlas. Um, okay. It's okay. also in a Hosier song. Aha. Okay. Um, so yeah, a lot of them depict him holding the world, like the globe, um, but in original and like quote unquote correct depictions of him, he's holding the celestial sphere because they didn't like know what shape the world and or sky was. So, in, in you know, they just kind of depicted it as, like, a ball. Because that was easy for him, you know, to sculpt. Um, uh, yeah, and then, I mean... like, yeah, once we knew that the Earth was round, people were like, oh, so that must be what he's holding. And they just started adding details of, like, the continents. But he's he's standing on the world. He's holding up the sky. Okay. Um, the reason for this, people, you know, there are... And I've had this question, too, is people are like, what was holding up the sky before Atlas? Because a lot of people say, like, oh, if he, you know, leaves his post, he can't leave his post because then the sky would crush the, the Earth. Um, but that's not actually true. Um, if you'll remember, the sky is his dad. Uh, I thought the sky so was the mom. No, gay. No, wait, you wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Standing on his mom and holding back his dad. Got it. They don't want um, the sky and the earth to meet anymore. Some people are like, so they can't have more children. Um, He was castrated. Again, I don't think they really understood how that stuff worked. Yeah. They wanted him, they had him castrated so that his bits could fall into the ocean and give birth to more things. But then they were like, he can probably bounce back from that, right? And I mean, he's the sky, so maybe he can just grow another moon. I don't know. Um, And that's how the fish were made. That's how the fish were made. Uh, There is actually a myth about how seahorses were made. And horses, horses. But we'll get to that later. Okay. What I think is kind of messed up is that holding back his dad from having sex with his mom. Like, he used these thin lines topping the sky from fucking the earth. And that's his punishment forever. Like, he's just there forever. Oh, wait, it's a punishment? Yeah, he was he was one of the titans that was um fought Zeus, so Zeus made him hold the sky. Okay, okay. I I guess yeah, I didn't process that part. No, yeah, Zeus didn't want more titans that he had to like fight. Hmm. So I guess I guess it, Zeus had never gotten the birds and the bees talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he's holding and like whether it's the magic or like the weight of the sky or whatever, it keeps him in place so he can't like move so he's just there forever which sucks um mother earth gets angry again take a wild shot at what she's angry about i don't know someone incest or something <laughs> well, she's not... she had a problem with that she would have been a lot angry. um what i don't know people are fighting about <laughs> pollution no, uh, this is actually known, funnily enough, this is known as the Golden Age, because there was, uh, before the, the gods showed up, the, t- the Age of the Titans was known as the Golden Age, because there was no crime, because it was just the Titans, you know? Um, no, she's angry that Zeus locked up the Titans that tried to murder him. Okay. Because they're still her kids. So okay. So even though she wanted Zeus to kill and, and overthrow Cronus... Um, and even though that led to the other rest of her kids trying to murder her grandkids, she's mad at her grandson for locking up his aunts and uncles because she didn't want that to happen. She's just, like, at this point, she's like, anyone throws any of my babies in jail, like, I'm coming for you. Uh-huh. So she has 
more babies, which I guess is how women fought. That's how we, that's her contribution to this is she just keeps churning out people that keep churning out people that are going to murder people, which is like to for her credit, it's playing the long game, but she's very good at it. Hmm. So she she gives birth to these two monsters called Typhon and Echidna. Um and they are husband and wife cuz yeah, just add a little more incest. Yeah, why not? Um, so Typhon apparently has these has a hundred heads too, and on his hundred heads he has mouths that like drool acid and drip lava and like you know belch smoke and just like this really horrific looking. So thing. he's a dragon, but with a hundred heads and like a lot more, a lot of other bits, like maybe not wings, but he he's got just a lot going. Got like it. it's it's not like fire, it's lava. Like he's drool. So he's like a more metal version of a dragon. Yeah, he's he's what dragons want to be when they. <laughs> um. So Echidna is not involved in this because it's his wife, I guess. Um. But she's like hanging out. Um. And Ty- all the gods see this hundred-headed lava drooling monster coming towards them, and they're like, "Nope," and run. They just run. Yeah. Um. And. Zeus is the only one that, like, in some versions of the myth, he doesn't run. In some versions of the myth, he, like, midway through running turns and decides to fight. <laughs> like, he runs originally, but then... Um, so, you know, whatever. He balls to the walls, decides to fight this dude. And the other gods see this and are like, oh, that's pretty inspiring. So it's a real, like, they can take our lives, but they can't take our freedom moment. <laughs> and he... <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry if anyone is Scottish is listening to this. I'm actually I'm gonna apologize for Braveheart in general. Um, <laughs> so they start fighting, and Typhon's strategy is to throw mountains. Okay. So he just picks up mountains and throws them. You know, as one does. Uh, um, you know, I, I feel like. If that is an option of warfare, <laughs> yeah, you really can't be judged for, like, yeah, it sounds stupid of like, huh, just gonna pick up some mountains and well, throw if them. Could, if you could, if you could, if you could pick up mountains and like throw them at people and like use that as like a weapon, you totally would, because it's a yeah. mountain. It's a mountain, yeah. Um, so you think a snowball pretty... hurts, like. <laughs> Yeah, imagine if there's snow on the mountains. Yeah. Double, double. I think a snowball with a rock in the middle hurts? Well, (laughs) I have bad news. You basically just put rocks and snowballs and was throwing them. Exactly. (laughs) In the drunk history reenactment of the (laughs) Titanomachy. So he eventually picks up. We don't know what mountains he threw, um, because I'm assuming they either landed somewhere or exploded on, on impact. I don't know. Maybe um, they crumbled, maybe they up. fell in the ocean, who knows. Yeah. Uh, but he picks up Mount Aetna. And all, he's picking up parts of his mom. Again, I just, like, uh, there's again, there's a lot of personification going on. Like, mother figure. So she is having, like, her, I don't know what mountains are, torn off and thrown at her brain. <laughs> oh, no. So yeah. And so he picks up Mount Aetna. Like, this is a mountain that we know that Typhon threw. I don't, you know, whatever. He picks up Mount Aetna and, and throws it. And, like, mid-yeet, Zeus hits it with a hundred lightning bolts. Um, the Greeks really like the number hundred. I don't know why. Uh, it's, like, the smallest big number. So I feel like that's pretty I reasonable. I think 50 with 10 lightning bolts is a lot of lightning bolts. The So, like, Typhon has a hundred heads, right? Yeah. Zeus hit the mountain with a hundred lightning bolts. There are the hundred armed, you know, ones. They really just like the number hundred. <laughs> but not but not for the heads, because a hundred heads would just be too much. There's only fifty. But uh, for Typhon he has a hundred heads. Yeah, a so hundred would just be ridiculous. I'd... Yeah. Typhon gets a hundred because he's, you know, I don't know, he's special. His mother loved him more. He breastfed for a while. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so he ate his vegetables. Um he, he hits it with a hundred lightning bolts, um, and it, I guess, Uno reverse 
card like flies back at Typhon and <laughs> and traps him underneath it. So either he picked it up and like Zeus hit it and he like fell, it fell on him, or he was like throwing it and the lightning bolts made it like change direction. But either way, Typhon's trapped underneath the mountain, and I think they thought maybe mountains were hollow. Because, like, in drawings of this, it's shown it's like the mountain is over him. He's not, like, squished. He's in it. Yeah, so they see a mountain as, like, a cage rather than, like, Yeah, than, a like, mountain. a thing of rock. But it's also worth mentioning that they say that he is still there to this day. Um, And he, and he belches lava and smoke. So, hmm. like, a volcano, essentially, is what they're describing. Yes. So they just thought that all mountains were hollow, and then the volcanoes were mountains with things in them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess. Like, you know, no, no but <laughs> wrong, incorrect. Yeah, but not like, quite, but... Sure, we can imagine that. I, uh, Echidna was not murdered in, in the I guess, because she wasn't fighting, but she was pregnant, and she decides intelligently because in greek myths usually women are a lot smarter than men as in life um she dips and and just decides to hide in a cave i don't know where the cave is it's alluded to that the gods know where this cave is but like nobody else knows where the cave is um but she just kind of has her babies there and is raising them Mm -hmm. um and zeus knows this (laughs) he knows that they exist and he he just decides um to let them live as a challenge to future heroes what yeah so echidna has all these horrific monster offspring um like i don't know if you've heard of the hydra yeah that's one of them oh she has some some real messed up babies um but zeus is just like you know, that's rub some dirt in it. It's the equivalent of like letting your kid fall off their bike to like, you know, learning, I guess, learning how to pedal without training wheels. He was like, yeah, huh. well, I guess the god, like, he knows that the gods are going to reproduce. And he's like, so eventually maybe we'll have kids and that's what they can kill. It was like a rite of passage for me. I don't want my kids coming to murder me, so I'll let them kill these other things, I guess. Zeus is an idiot. Also, it's worth saying, we do, we do not stand Zeus in this house. <laughs> like, you know. Um, so at this point, Mother Earth is like, you know what? I'm calling it. This is it. I'm calling it. Like, we're, we're done. I'm done. I'm going on birth control. Like, I'm not having any more kids. <laughs> I don't want my kids to murder my other kids, to murder their grandkids. Like, in the incest is enough I'm time out. We're done. Um, so she like settles and you literally like basically never hear about her again, unless it's like a side note of like, and this person probably got their powers from mother earth, but she's got like it. one of, yes, but she, you know what? Yeah, that's it. Period. And the gods, um, set up camp on top of Mount Olympus. Ah, I know um, that name there. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's an actual mountain. And in a lot of myths, it is described as, quote unquote, a mountain so high and steep that no man could ever climb it. Incorrect. Yeah. <laughs> super, super, super incorrect. It wasn't even like, well, the Olymp- like the Grecians couldn't climb it. No, they could and did, like, all the time. <laughs> so the joke of, like, why didn't they, you know, the, the Greeks believed that their gods were on top of a very climbable and they never went and checked. They did. The belief was that there was this um, goddess Iris of the rainbow, and she controlled the cloud. So she would roll the clouds, you know, as a barrier, basically. Um, If you're imagining before we knew actually what clouds were, if you, like, it was supposed to be, like, fluffy, I guess. But it also prevented people from going into the actual Mount Olympus, which I guess is, like, another dimension. I, I don't think they had a word for dimension. But, yeah, so, like, they all they believe that the rainbow was a sign of her rolling back the clouds and one of the gods coming to earth or one of the gods going back to Mount Olympus. So it's I, I think that's funny that she would like walk on the rainbow 
um, and like guide the gods down it and stuff. Because that's also shown in Norse mythology, the like Bifrost. They believe that there was a rainbow oh, bridge. Okay. Yeah, and then in Christian mythology, it's the rainbow is a sign of God's forgiveness. So you see these symbols, even as simple as like thunder and lightning. There's a lot of gods of thunder and lightning. There's Thor and, you know, to some degree, Odin, um, and then Zeus. And that's just like Nordic and Greek mythology. They, they both had gods of thunder um, because, uh, you know, they heard these loud noises and saw these great flashes of light and thought there must be something out there making it. And if you'll remember, a while... Um, but yeah, so they all, they all settled down on Mount Olympus, and that is the rest of the story <laughs> so and this has been a, a lot to take in <laughs> there is a lot there's a lot of moving i've got this I sheet like... of paper that i've been taking notes on <laughs> well good because there will be a test oh okay great but i don't know don't eat your kids don't eat your kids don't get eaten don't get eaten and what was the other one were the two rules don't have sex with the gods don't have That's sex with the gods. Don't get eaten. Don't eat your kids. Don't eat your kids. Just generally don't don't eat things. And don't drink mustard and wine. Oh my god, please. Yeah, I feel like that one really doesn't need an explanation. I also, though, to be fair, if he swallowed all his kids and then, like, mustard and wine made him throw up, it, they must have been some tasty little chicken nugget kids. <laughs> like, I don't know. Um, so yeah, thanks for listening, and hopefully next week we can talk about how um, Zeus eventually marries Hera, who is his sister, instead of his cousin. Ah, okay. I'll, I'll give you a little bit of foreshadowing. Divorce and marriage haven't really been invented yet, um, and it's not like either of them are going to die. So he gets creative with how to marry someone else. Huh, okay. And that's kind of a foreshadow for for Zeus be horny. Like, for Zeus just be horny. Thank you for listening, and until next time, uh, I am your cannibalistic co-host, Jack. And I'm Foster, signing off. Still confused? Very. <laughs>